Hi, my beautiful angels. How are we doing? Happy February. Um, if you guys were listening last week, had a little bit of a hiccup. Great problem to have though. Um, I've recorded an hour long episode and then on some platforms where you can listen to the podcasts, um, it got cut off at 30 minutes. Like it literally just stopped me mid sentence and I was getting blown up, scratch, scratch. Like, why was this happening? Why was this happening? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. So I reached out to my editor. He's incredible. He looked into it. So Captivate is the back end engine of podcasts. And pretty much what he said was, yo, they're not used to someone's brand new podcast. That's not a celebrity. Um, blowing up like this, like you have an insane amount of downloads and listens. So fucking thank you. Like, I love you guys <laughs> say it every day. I will never stop saying it. So grateful for you. Um, but he was like, yeah, like, so they're capping you. So you need to go in and like buy the higher platform or get like the higher platform that they have or whatever, um, because they can't handle your amount of volume on the platform that you're on. So you need to go in. So anyway, if you were listening last week and you were very confused why it just shut off, you can go back and listen. It should be updated on all of, I mean, he updated it in like an hour. So it's perfect. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, like exciting, but I was like, oh no, like all these people who were just listening to it, literally, I just got cut off mid sentence. I also would like everyone to know that I am growing up and I have notes. Well, I don't really have notes for this episode, but I have um, like an order that I want to speak in so that it's not so ADD, even though it will always be ADD. But um, I got, I mean, this obviously humbly, um, I got so much great feedback from last week's episode. Like I had this one girl, she wrote me the nicest message. She's like, I can really feel like you're starting to get into the groove of your podcast. Like, it's just so you, it's just exactly what we want. So, and then I got some other messages like, can you please do so many more episodes that are reading questions or people looking for advice and then you answering them. So um, that's what today's episode is going to be of. I have, you know, I, I think there's like a total of literally almost a thousand emails that I could go through. I sifted through some. Some are wild, um, so we're gonna go through those today, but um, I really appreciate when you guys tell me what you like, even tell me what you don't like. If anyone has constructive criticism, don't mention the ADD, I'm very fucking aware. <laughs> you can, but anyway, we're gonna go through uh, some of those. So I'm really excited because there's some very interesting ones. I do want to um, just say that I was having a conversation last week with someone and it was a guy and he was actually asking me, hey, what is the goal of your podcast? Like, what do you want to do with this? And then he started asking like things about monetary. Are you gonna start to have ads? Um, how are you going to make money doing this? And I just wanna say, and I've said this before, my platforms are literally like therapy to me, especially with the podcast because no one's like talking back, right? Like I don't get any feedback um, until it's, there's nothing I can do about it. Like it's already out into the world, right? So I just feel like it, I would do this for free. I would, I've never made a dollar off of this podcast. Um, and I don't care if I ever do, it would be cool, but I, I, that's not the goal of this, right? And it kind of clicked for me, but it's like the goal of my 
podcast, Instagram, Facebook group, whatever it is, is just for people to leave and feel good about themselves, maybe even feel better about themselves than they did before. Like maybe they get inspired. Maybe I can light a fire under someone's ass. Maybe I can prove to someone that they have so much self-worth that they should dump their piece of shit boyfriend. Like maybe that they are made for greatness and that they should quit their job and do something that they actually love, that you don't deserve to be treated like this, that you deserve the red carpet treatment. Like that's my goal. And I've said this before, but I started my Instagram because I felt like so many people on the internet were like apologizing for their hair that looks like they just got a blowout. They're apologizing for their messy house, um, which is spotless. And it just makes people, maybe subconsciously, maybe they're not doing it on purpose, but it makes people feel like shit about themselves. And I just wanted, I started to feel bad about myself, right? Like I would start to notice myself looking at these people on the internet and being like, oh shit, should I apologize for how I look? Like I look wicked ugly and wicked more ugly. Does that make sense? Than that person. So should I apologize? Like, and I hated it. So that is the goal of my podcast. It's just to be a friend, a sis, whatever it is to women. I mean, if you're a man, that's awesome. But um, to just feel better about yourself. You know what I mean? Like there's so much shit going on in this world. And I, I think everyone saw, um, sorry, I totally am blanking on her name and I really, really apologize, but she was the Miss USA. I think it was 2019. She lived in Charlotte. Um, I actually used to live there. Not that that matters, but anyway, she, um, committed suicide and it like, obviously, makes everyone's heart hurt. But just to see some, you know, and all these people were saying she was so vibrant. She lit up every single room that she walked into and she was, she seemed so happy. And it's like, that just made me come back to, you know, my whole motto of don't be a dick because you truly do not know what people are going through. Like the world is shitty. Sometimes there's so much negativity. Everyone's talking about negative things. Everyone's talking shit about each other with the whole pandemic and politics. And it's like, holy fuck. Like there's just so much going on and you never know the internal struggles that someone is going through. So like, do not be a dick. Anyway, so I'm always, okay, not always, not a perfect person, very, very, very far from it, but continuously trying, this is a morbid thought. What if someone is going through some serious mental health problems? Is that the correct way to say it? Sorry if it's not. And you push them over the edge because you're rude to them or... Um, you make them feel bad. You know what I mean? So like this example, okay. Um, You're like always can come back to a server or a bartender. You get your food and it's wrong. Okay. There are so many people coming from hand up, coming from the service industry, being a bartender and a server for a very long time. There are so many people who freak out if there's tomato on their sandwich and they didn't want tomatoes. And they're like, I said this, blah, blah. Like, it's like, okay, sir, I can get this fixed for you. There's no problem. But what if, you know, and people, when they're drinking, they say really rude things. What if you are the person who pushes that person over the edge? Again, a very, very morbid fucking thought, but 
in you do not know what someone is going through you have no idea what they go home to you have no idea what they deal with on a daily basis so what if you are the dick fuck who pushes them to the point of no return you know what i mean like so instead just don't be a dick just be nice about it it's a fucking sandwich unless you're deathly allergic to tomatoes and you just bit into it then shut up like i hate that when people are like rude to people for no reason. Like if someone, if if you're um, getting on an airplane and someone says, hey, ma'am, your uh, carry-on is too large. We're going to have to check it. Okay. Like, are we sure? Can we measure it? Y- yep. It's too big. Okay. Like there is, <laughs> there's just so many instances where I see people freak the fuck out over the littlest things that are, It's just wild to me. If everyone just took a breath and was like understanding and realized that it's not really that big of a fucking deal, like nothing is that big of a fucking deal, then I feel like the world would just be a better place. So anyway, I was thinking about um, just like, unfortunately, like suicide. I I was, sorry. Um, I was thinking about people who deal with suicidal thoughts and, and all of that. And it's just like, I just want to be really gentle with this topic um, because it's obviously extremely serious. I do not have experience personally with it. So I just don't want to misspeak. I don't want to offend anyone. Um, I know that's out of my control. You can't prevent offending someone because it's a personal thing. But anyway, um, the last thing I, I just wanted to say, like, you know, the quote, be kind because everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Like it's so true. And the whole don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick, but also take that a step further and go out of your way to be kind. Like say thank you more than you think is needed. Say please, like compliment people. Like I remember um, the other day I was walking my dogs and our, uh, what are they called? The um, the landscaping people were outside and I was like, oh, that they were fixing like a garden bed. And I was like, oh, that looks so awesome. Like, thanks for doing that. And the guy like turned around and he lit up. Maybe it's because he saw my perfect two angels. Um, but he was like, thanks. You know, like it's it means so much to people if you just said something that takes five seconds to say, like, thank you so much while you're waiting to get your Starbucks. Like, hey, I love your hat. Like, well, I guess they're all wearing the same Starbucks hat, but you know what I mean? Like you just, we all have no idea what that can do for someone. And what I just lately over the last couple of years have always tried to think that like, man, maybe that girl just got broken up with, or maybe this man just lost his wife. Like, and I know that's a very negative thought, but it makes me be so extra try to be kind and nice and complimentary like pick up the phone and tell your people a compliment like we we tell you know we focus on telling strangers all the time like compliments and thank you and please but what about the people who are like closest in your life like make sure they don't get the shit end of the stick you know so anyway um i just wanted to touch on that because it was so it just um, you know, obviously, like I said, like anyone, the, any story like that of someone 
committing suicide and there were no, maybe there were warning signs, maybe there weren't, maybe people had an idea. I'm pretty sure that they didn't though. Like that is just wild to think. So if we could all just go out of our way to do something nice for someone, thank someone a couple extra times, like when you are anywhere getting anything, go out of your way to be very thankful and understanding and patient. Like I, f I just, I remember we did this on my Instagram once and we all said like, you know, Hey, everyone go out, do a good deed today. And they all wrote into, you know, my question box and I shared all of them and it was so incredible. I'm, I'm going to do that today. Um, or maybe I'll do it tomorrow when the podcast comes out, but it's just insane. Like it's free, doesn't cost anything, takes very little time. Like I just feel we could all, myself included, just be a little better, more understanding. So anyway, okay. Almost forgot to do this. And you guys asked me to do it like little life update for people who can't keep up with my hundreds of thousands of Instagram stories. So just got back um, from Vermont, flew up to surprise my best friend Taylor for her birthday. Um, she had no idea that Troy and I were flying up. We told her that uh, we had one of Troy's friends birthdays, which was true. We were going to like the North Georgia mountains for, um, one of his friend's birthdays, but I just pulled a card and said, Hey, like, we really have to do this. Um, we need to fly up there. And he was like, yep, hundred percent. Let's go. So flew up there. Best surprise ever. Oh my gosh. I was like shaking the entire time. Surprising someone is so fun. It's like so giddy. Troy was looking at me on the flight and he was like, you have the biggest smile on your face. And I was like, had tears in my eyes because I was just so excited. So we did that, flew up there, went skiing and snowboarding on Killington. Of course, it was, you know, the wind chill was like negative 17. It was kind of windy at the top of the mountain. If you've ever been skiing or snowboarding, that is the worst. And then they're pumping out snow. So, you know, you can't really see. I grew up, if you didn't know, um, I grew up in Ludlow, Vermont, which is, and, you know, I put that on my story while we were driving through. There's one stoplight, but it's a ski town. So, you know, Okemo Mountain is there. So I grew up on skis. Big reason why my butt's so big. Um, no, it's not fake. Contrary to what many people think every single day. So I, you know, grew up doing it, but live in Atlanta now. So do not go skiing a lot. And holy shit, if someone could create a ski boot that doesn't make you want to chop your foot off with an ax, that would be really appreciated because ski boots suck dick, not the good kind. Like they are terrible. And I had just bought brand new ski boots. I got them fitted. I got the whole insole thing. Like when I, I was at Peter Glenn here in Atlanta and trying them on fitted, they felt amazing. Like they really were like, okay, I know ski boots are kind of uncomfortable, but these are good. No, my feet had pins and needles in them. And I literally was on the chairlift and I looked at Troy and I was like, cut my foot off, just take an ax, chop it off. I wouldn't feel it anyway. My feet are fucking numb. So anyway, if someone could create a ski boot that didn't fucking kill, that would be great. Like how come snowboarders get the cool boots? Why do we get the shitty embarrassing boots that you can't even, you can't even walk in them? Like what is the point? <laughs> I get that like you have to be in a squat and you have to lean forward and skiing. Yeah, you want them tight or else your ankles are gonna snap off anyway. But it's like, 
what we it it's 2022 like we can't create and you know some people i said this on my story and they're like oh you can get these boots blah 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 and they're like two thousand dollars i'm like no 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 this is not fair somebody create a ski boot that's not a dick to you maybe i will okay um I got a close date on my house. We are closing on March 18th. I was told that I would close in August, but that's fine. Um, how many months is that? Is that six months? Eight? That's like seven months later, but that's fine. Um, we'll take it. Gonna start to put my house on the market. It's gonna be great. Gonna try to get as much money as humanly possible. Um, so we'll see, but it's great that I have a date. I'm very excited. I almost got scammed. I want everyone to know this. <laughs> I almost got scammed by HP support. Well, I think I did. Here's what happened. My printer, when I did the closet sale in my Facebook, and then I was like shipping all the packages and stuff, and my printer started to not work because I'm not really sure, but printers never work. Why? Like a printer is the most aggravating piece of technology in the fucking world. Like, does anybody agree? I've heard that a couple times, but I can agree that they suck. Anyway, so of course, when I start to print out all these shipping labels, my printer doesn't work. So I called HP support and you know, I Googled it. So it looked legit. I called the number and it's this guy and he's talking and talking. And I'm like, I can't, you know, I, I kind of understand what you're saying, but I kind of don't. And he's telling me to do all these things on my laptop. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. And then he told me to download this app on my phone that would then give him access to my phone. And like, I'm downloading the app in like this big red, uh, like triangle with an explanation point mark. Is that how you say it? Shows up on the screen and it's like, you are about to grant access to someone else. If you give them this code, you're gonna grant access to your phone. So then I'm glad that my brain went, hold on a second. And I said to him, I was like, hey, um, sir, how am I supposed to know that you work for HP and I'm not just giving some random dude access to my cell phone? Um, and he's like, what do you mean? Like this? And I was like, can you give me like, like, do you have like an employee ID or something? He's like, no, this is like the case code though. And I was like, mm, I don't really know. And he's like, hold on, hold on. So we got another guy on the phone. And the guy was like, hi, I'm so-and-so's supervisor. And yes, you can grant us access to your phone. And I was like, you know, this seems a little fucking fishy. So I hung up. But anyway, I almost got scammed, I think. I'm not sure. But that would have been so fucking bad if I was getting scammed. And I literally just get, I just don't, I'm like, wait a second. How does this, how is this relevant? How does this, he was like, oh, if I have access to your phone, then I can see what's happening on your computer. And I'm like, what if this guy was like, hey, now I have access to your phone and I know where you live. If you don't go into your bank account right now and give me the $5 that's in your bank account, um, I'm going to come to your house and slit your throat. That's how my, you know, thought process works. So anyway, that's, <laughs> that's um, what happened to me. <laughs> um, anyway, so... What else? It is Wednesday on Sunday. Oh, do you guys want to hear a fucking hilarious story? <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay, so I earned a trip with New Skin um, to go to a leadership retreat in Cabo, okay? Staying at, sorry, Troy, I have to tell this story. 
Um, staying at the Nobu Hotel. You know, like the nicest shit ever. And it's all paid for. Um, all the meals, all the drink, you know, everything. It's just this luxury resort. And you get to bring a plus one. I've gone on multiple trips with New Skin and I've never had a boyfriend. So I would bring my friends, brought my dad, brought my stepmom. And, you know, I finally get a boyfriend. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Troy and I are talking. Mind you, we're talking on the day, the day after my Instagram got disabled for the second fucking time. So it's not a great day. And he calls me and he's like, oh, I have, I have bad news. And I'm like, what, Troy? What could it be? He's like, what? my passport expired. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, no. And so, so long story short, I'm going to Cabo alone, alone. Don't worry. I will be with new skin people. So don't, you know, I'm hopefully won't get kidnapped, but I'm going to this luxury, romantic, beautiful resort alone, alone. So um, I'm thinking about getting a picture of him, you know, a huge picture blown up of him, laminated, and like maybe take, you know, some photos, you know, us laying on the beach, us, you know, snorkeling, us eating room service in bed on our beautiful balcony or something, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> so funny. So not really. Um, still not over it. Still mad. Love you, babe. Still mad. Um, and yes, we tried everything, even had people at New Skin try to call for us. Hey, can you get this expedited? No, because of COVID, you cannot. So yes, I've heard so many stories of people saying, oh no, you can fly to Miami and get, no, no, you cannot. They were like, okay, minimum is two weeks. Well, I leave on Sunday, so. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, but then, um, I'm flying from Cabo to Vail. Troy's family, um, his sister used to live in Vail. So we are going to Vail. They're going for the whole week. I'm going to come in on uh, Wednesday and we're going to ski. And I'm so fucking excited. Um, but obviously very, very blessed to have those two trips. But try packing for Cabo and Vail at the same motherfucking time. But because Troy is now going to Vail without me, he's obviously going early, um, I'm going to make him lug all of my ski stuff. Um, thought about shipping it out there, but I was like, you know what? You can carry it. Love ya. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, let's get, um, let me pull up these emails and let's get into them. Okay. The first one isn't an email. It's a DM that I got. And I just have to say, uh, some men, man, like, <laughs> okay. It says, girl, I need help. I love listening to your podcast and value your thought and opinion on relationships. Long ass story short, my husband of six years had an affair recently. They were legit dating. He said he made a huge mistake and regrets it, but quote, needs closure from her. One, what the fuck does closure even mean? In my mind, I'm like, fuck her and move on. Two, why do I still want him back? He has treated me like complete dog shit and humiliated me. And here I am checking my phone every six seconds to see if he's texted me. I hate that I can't cut him off like he did me. Would you even consider getting back together if he gets his head out of his ass? How do I just move on? <clears throat> I have never, I've heard a lot of stories, but I have never heard a man say, I need closure from her. Are you motherfucking kidding me? 
Take a cactus, sit on it, and spin around a couple times, homie. Like, uh-uh. That is fucked. So, anyway, we were talking back and forth, and she's like, um, I was, like, legit the perfect wife. I don't know what I did wrong. I literally feel like I'm living in a sitcom. Like, this is just fucking insane, but why do I keep looking at my texts? And I'm like, okay, personally, would never in a fucking million years get back with this mofo. But as someone who has given someone a second chance, and I feel like women do this all the time, and it's completely normal, but it's fucking, it's silly of us, um, is we think about like all the good times that we had with the person and the potential that that person could be. And, oh, um, you know, he's saying all this stuff and he really regrets it. This motherfucker, okay, if he needs closure, uh-uh. You were fucking cheating on your fucking wife. You don't need closure. You need therapy and a fucking penis enhancer because you clearly have a small, like, fuck you. Uh-uh. No, you do not know. No, no, no. That is like the, in my opinion, that is one, so disrespectful to fucking cheat on your wife. Two, now you have an affair. And three, now you need closure. Uh-uh. Was talking about this. This is just about cheating in general, but it gets so, it's like the men fucking sometimes win when the women don't leave. Because now let's say, okay, that she gets back with him. And she's already super embarrassed. Her friends might know, um, other people might know, right? I don't know how like public this is, but you're, and then you make the decision to get back with that person, right? He clearly is a cheater, piece of shit, loser. So he will probably do it again. But because the woman is like embarrassed that she even got back with him is probably not going to tell any of her friends or family or whoever that he did it again. Because it's almost like, I'm sure her friends are like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And now the woman is like, fuck, I didn't listen to them and they're right and he did it again, but now I'm too embarrassed to like tell them. So now I'm just gonna suffer in silence and like let this happen. And then the man just wins and he's gonna do it again and he's gonna do it again. And it's just so like my opinion, from someone who's gone through it, like, I feel like I can speak on this fucking topic. If somebody cheats on you, they do not respect you. And in my opinion, the biggest thing in relationship is communication is lubrication, but respect. Like you do not hurt someone that you respect. If, if there is like a core solid foundation of a relationship built on love and respect and friendship, like, no. And if you break that, get the fuck out of my life. Like, oh man, I feel for this girl so bad, but the whole need closure from her. Like, <laughs> fuck you and your fucking micro penis. No. Okay, next. Okay, I wasn't going to read this one because um, it hits a little close to home and the timing is kind of odd, but I'm going to because... I can say whatever I want because I'm a 31-year-old woman and can say whatever I want, okay? Um, so the title is Motherly Advice. 
Hi, Gretchen. I've been following you for a while and noticed you said you didn't have a good relationship with your mom. I completely respect your need to keep that personal. I also struggle with my relationship with my mom. My parents have been married for over 30 years, but fight 99% of the time. My mom always thinks everybody is out to get her, including me and my dad. I have had two therapists speculate that she has borderline personality disorder, but she refuses to seek any sort of treatment or counseling. Her words are so hurtful to me, especially when she attacks my character, which is often. If she feels that I'm being mean to her, she will attack me and try to hurt me worse. I think that's the most hurtful part of it all, as you wouldn't want to think that your mom ever wanted to hurt you. The only positive thing that has come to light is now I have been able to mend my relationship with my dad. I grew up basically hating my dad because she made me think he was a bad person. I know that's not true now. I'm curious if you had any kind of advice. I was extremely close to my mom growing up and I miss that relationship so much, but I don't know how to have a relationship with her without it affecting my relationship with others. Something was pulling at me to send this to you. Maybe others need to hear it too. Thanks for the inspiration you give. It is needed. So I'm sorry uh, if I get awkward. Did I already say that? I'm sorry if I get awkward uh, this because this is a very touchy subject for me. The timing is a little crazy because I just had yet again another huge falling out with my mom. Um, not going to get into the details. I um, She's my mom and I won't drag her name. I've also... Um, <laughs> it's not funny. Um, I've been... I'm getting a lot of shit for this podcast and my platform and speaking my thoughts about that relationship um, from her. So I just want to clarify again that I'm 31 years old and I do not need to have permission to speak about my feelings about things that go on in my life um, because this is my life. But anyway, to get back to this, um, yes, it is the most hurtful part uh, of it all is that you wouldn't want to think that your mom ever wanted to hurt you. I remember like 10 years ago, literally watching a criminal minds episode. And it said, um, your mom is supposed to take your pain away, not cause it. Anyway, that quote just like always sticks with me. So, um, as far as advice, um, first of all, this is my opinion. Obviously this is all my opinion. When you have a bad relationship with your mom, maybe it's the same with your dad, but I'm just going to speak about the whole mom thing. It's very easy to feel like alone and isolated and like all out of all of my friends, right? Maybe one or two have not great relationships with their moms, right? So it's kind of like, hey, I, I want to talk to you about this, but I know that you cannot relate. You have no idea what I'm feeling um, because you don't have this issue, right? So sometimes I like keep it all inside and I'm like, okay, this is something that a lot of people can't relate to. But after having this platform, there are so many people who have relationships like this. So um, I just want you to know that. Like I know you said at the end, um, maybe others need to hear this too. A hundred percent, like there should be a support group. <laughs> Not funny. Um, my coping mechanism is to find humor in things that are really 
not that funny. So anyway, um, something else that always happens is I get very jealous easily of other people's relationships. I, I now grown up, um, can like control that. And, but I used to get so jealous that I would like get mad and I'd be like, this is not fair. Pity party, pity party, like jealous, you know? So anyway, um, but my advice here is that you have to create boundaries. This is another relationship in your life. It's just like with a man, with a friend, whatever it is, like you have to decide, do you want her in your life? Yes or no. And what kind of boundaries need to be set here? Because if this is how she's making you feel, in my opinion, you need to tell her, hey, this isn't okay. I will not accept this. You need to protect your mental health, protect yourself, your energy, all of that. And if she can't agree to those terms, then you need to decide what you need to do. Do you need to keep her at an arm's length? Do you need to cut her off completely? I don't know. That's totally up to you. But um, when I, when I think about like this situation that you have, um, could, I don't want to like, uh, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a professional. Right. But she sounds narcissistic and people like that will never, ever get help. They will never admit that what they're doing is hurtful to others. They will always bring it back to them. Like, oh, well you did this and this is how you make me feel. Okay, mom, I am literally telling you how I feel. This is how you have made me feel as your daughter. I don't, now I'm getting awkward. Sorry, uh, don't see. Anyway, um, you know, I'm, I'm rereading this. Like I was extremely close to my mom growing up. I miss that relationship so much. Um, of course, it's just like I was just talking about, you know, a man who cheats on you. It's obviously different. This is your mom, but you're thinking about all the good times and what this person could be. But you also need to realize that like th- this is someone attacking your character. You don't deserve that from anyone. And yes, it's a lot, it's a lot like thinner of a line, uh, walking on eggshells a little bit because it's your mom. Um, and that it's just, I clearly do not have any advice. Um, I am working through it. I still struggle with it all the time. I think something that I have done growing up, um, is I have tried to create boundaries and, I have to protect my mental health. Do I I wish that I had a relationship with my mom? 1000%. Like, um, thinking about, you know, getting married and having kids and growing a family and not having your mom, like, that is terrible. Um, And, you know, I think about that a lot. And then I say, okay, like, I'm going to mend this relationship. Like, I want my mom. Like, as a woman growing up, you just... You just want your mom, right? But then I do that and it just comes all back and it blows up in my face. And again, not going to get into the details of it, but... I just end up feeling used and shitty about myself. And anyway, it's just, it's terrible. So, um, clearly don't have great advice for you because I'm 
like I said, working through it myself. Um, I think though that creating boundaries, you need to have, a, it sucks, right? You gotta like rip off the bandaid and you don't wanna say mean or hurtful things to your mom, but it needs to be said, this is how you make me feel. I will not accept that. If you can see that you are making me feel this way and you are up for fixing that, correcting that, working on getting better at that, then awesome. Let's have a relationship. But if you cannot, then we need to keep things short for now. Um, and I don't know the answer, but that I would assume that's in my experience, that's going to go one or two ways. She's going to say, okay, I love you. I will take some personal accountability. I will take a look in the mirror and I will go to therapy if that's needed. I will go to therapy with you if that's needed. It's going to go that route. Or she's going to say, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of my friends. What, what was said? Be well and goodbye. <laughs> Be well and goodbye is the new happy holidays. Okay. That is not funny. But anyway, um, it's going to go one or two ways. And unfortunately, you're not going to know until, um, until you do that. But yeah, that's my uh, not really great advice, but <laughs> eh, awkward for me. Um, but yeah, I hope that gets better. But no, any it, it's not as um, uh, it's not as uncommon as we think. Unfortunately, always here to talk um, if anyone wants to. But I really um, I'll let you know if if I have any advice in like six months, a year, maybe, but um, <laughs> going through it with you, gal. Okay, let's combat that with something funny. This is actually a hilarious story. It's not asking for advice or anything. It's just hilarious and everybody needs to hear it because I was dying laughing. Um, so it's called Hi From A Fan and Story. Guys, you're not allowed to call yourselves a fan. We're friends, fish, not food. We're friends, okay? <clears throat> Hi, Gretchen. First off, I apologize if you got this twice. I sent it last week, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I've been such a fan of your podcast since you started it. Always so much fun, so funny, weirdly relatable, and very often inspiring. I loved your recent episode, Don't Be a Small Dick, not just because it was great, but because it finally gave me an excuse to write in and share a story experience of my own related to the topic. It's way TMI and long, but it's a funny one, so hope you enjoy. So size isn't everything, but it does matter, in my opinion, if it's an extreme, whether too big or too small. And there was a guy I had been seeing a few years ago who turned out to have a tiny dick. I really wasn't into messing with him after I saw it, and I shamelessly had him give me oral before making a polite lie about why the relationship wasn't working and ending things. Well, during early COVID lockdown, I had been texting, well, sexting with him a lot. What can I say? Boredom plus no sexual outlet calls for desperate measures. After things started reopening and we were comfortable going back out into the world, we scheduled a booty call following months of pent-up fr frustration. After so long, I promised myself I wouldn't leave the poor guy blue-balled again. So after his still 100% amazing oral, we get to boning. He was, sadly even smaller than I remembered. Baby carrot, if I'm generous. Light switch, if I'm not. Just gonna pause there. But I gave it a go after finding a position that would actually work. Here's where it gets awkward. He knows after all this time sexting that I like dirty talk, particularly kind of dominant dirty talk, at least normally I do. 
So he's saying things like, oh, yeah, girl, you love having this dick inside you, don't you? And telling me to take every single inch of that shaft. And meanwhile, my sides hurt from trying to stifle laughter because that shaft feels like a tube of chapstick inside me. I'm able to keep it up, though, through the first moments of sex, if you want to call it that, until we're changing positions. And as I start going down on him, he tells me, oh yeah, gag on my cock. And I burst out laughing. I feel terrible about it, even as it's happening, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been impossible for me to gag on it if I tried. I laugh, honestly, literally, until I have tears running down my face. He is looking at me rather, I don't know what this word is, crestfallenly? What the fuck is that? For I have no idea how long for an explanation and no good excuse whatsoever comes to mind. All I can think to say is that it'd been so long for me that the tension made me laugh, whatever that means. His little tampon dick has wilted in my hand at this point, which just makes me laugh harder since I've never seen it soft and it looks like a flesh-colored jelly bean. I absolutely still feel bad about it, but also I'm sorry, but you cannot have a small dick and be dominant. It just doesn't work. That's my story. Hope you enjoyed it and keep your wonderful podcast coming. Wow. A flesh colored jelly bean. That is so bad. A light switch. A light switch is so. Wow. Gag on that, honey. No thanks. Okay, so because I am such a professional, I'm looking at my notes, um, and I had a lot of people last week be like, Gretch, you said that you were going to tell the story of um, when you and Troy like saw an X out on your podcast, and you forgot, but I'm not forgetting this week. I've got it. So <laughs> this story is very um, silly and funny, and sometimes when Troy and I drink a lot of tequila, we giggle a lot about this. Um, anyway, so, okay. It's like Troy and I's third date. Um, and we decide to go to like this casual sushi spot. Okay. So it's in the summer. Um, so I'm wearing boyfriend jeans. Cause I'm like, this dude's going to be my boyfriend and some sandals and a crop top. Cause I'm a hoe. So we go to this, um, casual sushi spot. We have delicious sushi. And then we decide to go across the street to um, have some drinks at like this outdoor bar. It's really cute, but it's like kind of weird. It turns into like this sketchy nightclub at night. It's, it's very odd, um, but they have really good drinks and we wanted to sit outside on like the patio with the cool lights, okay? So we go over there and we're having some drinks. I go inside to go to the bathroom. It's one of the bath, this isn't important to the story, but um, it's one of the bathrooms where it's like you just open the door and there's the bathroom. There's no like stall, so people wait outside. So I'm in the bathroom and then I hear these girls giggling outside. I'm like, ooh, I like to giggle. So anyway, I open up the door and right in my, I'm like, I know this girl. She's one of my followers. So I'm like, hi, how are you? Blah, 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 we chat. And she's with like some of her friends. So then I go outside and then Troy goes to the bathroom because we're about to leave and then comes back outside. Um, Doesn't say anything, but (laughs) then we're walking to the valet and we're walking to the valet and all I hear is click, 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 click. Like these little heels, like running up after me. Gretchen, Gretchen. I'm like, oh gosh. So I turn around. I'm like, hi, how's it going? And I like, can't remember her name. So I'm like, oh shit. Like, huh? And, um, so she comes running up. She's like, oh, who's your friend? And I was like, oh, this is Troy. She's like, I know that's my ex-boyfriend. And Troy's like, mm, not your boyfriend, but hey, how's it going? <laughs> Not your ex-boyfriend, but how's it going? Um, 
(laughs) He like grabs my hand and squeezes it. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. So she's like in my face, like two seconds or two like inches from me smelling like delicious tequila. And she's like, we broke up like six weeks ago. And I'm like, okay, like one, six weeks, honey. That's a long motherfucking time. And, uh, okay. Why are you telling me this? And then her little hussy friends come trotting behind her and are like, isn't there a dress code here? Like cool flip flops. And I'm like, uh, am I getting fucking harassed right now? And they're like, cool ripped jeans. And they're like yelling to like the bouncers or something. They're like, aren't you not allowed to wear ripped jeans here? Like it, there's a dress code. And I'm like, honey, like, and so I, I'm just in my head. I'm like, okay, I have two options here. I mean, they're going to knock these bitches out or I'm just going to smile and giggle and remember the fact that you are clearly embarrassing yourself. So she's just like the, let's say her name is uh, Kimberly. Okay. So she's just like staring at me and like looking back and forth at Troy. And she's like, Troy, like, can I talk to you? And he's like, no, (laughs) like I'm like in, I'm like, I put my head down and I'm just like giggling. Like, uh, you know, one of those giggles that you have. And then her friends proceed to like say things about, and I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, if you want to really get into it, it looks like you, is that from Forever 21? Like, this looks like the purple bubble dress that I wore to Revo's when I did Molly in the men's bathroom in Myrtle Beach. Like, what are we doing here? Um, If you really want to get into it. So anyway, we can't leave because we're standing at the valet thing waiting for Troy's keys to his truck. So then finally the fucking truck pulls up and she's like, I'm sorry that I just cared about you. Like, why don't you care? It was, it was honestly embarrassing. I felt bad for the girl. I really did. If her friends weren't, uh, uh, what's the nice word? Mean to me. They were so mean to, if they weren't fucking dicks to me, I would have been like, Hey girl, like you're like, I would have like pushed her aside been like, you need some water and you're embarrassing yourself. Like, I'm, I'm sorry this didn't work out, but you, go home. Um, but anyway, so then we just walked to the truck and we just burst out laughing. We're like, holy shit. And um, turns out it like isn't, it was like a fling that he had, right? Like he was just, he, they were fucking. No, they weren't because Troy's never had sex with anyone else. Um, but anyway, it was, it was funny. Um, but that's, yeah, that's the only time that we've ever run into someone. Um, like an ex. Okay, so before I get into the last one, um, I had this written down. I guess I wrote this down on Saturday when we were very drunk at the Mountain House. We were having a debate, crying, laughing, probably because we were just drunk, um, about the how do you say the thing that kids color with? Not a colored pencil, but a crayon. Do you? And some people were like, no, it's a crayon. I'm like, no, no it's crayon. Like, can I get a box of crayons? And... Um, People were like, no, like I want a box of crayons. And I'm like, is this a fucking like crayon apple soda? Like, is this a vodka crayon? Like, no, it's a crayon. Anyway, it was funny. You know, when something's like really funny in the moment and then you like repeat it back, you're like, okay, it's not that fucking funny. Kind of had to be there. (laughs) Anyway, um, it's crayon, just so everyone knows. So I had someone ask, um, can you touch on cancel culture and like everything that's going on with the Joe Rogan experience? So I had to have Troy fill me in because I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Um, you guys know who Joe Rogan is, right? So supposedly, I haven't uh, listened to his podcast in a very long time. Um, Troy usually has it on if he's finished listening to mine, of course. And he's, um, 
so he has like a bunch of, this is like the synopsis, right? He has a bunch of um, doctors come on, scientists. I don't know. They're talking about like the vaccines. They're talking about COVID. They talk about a bunch of other things and people are not agreeing with him. So there are, for example, celebrities like Neil Young. Who the fuck is Neil Young? I had a, I went to call a high school with a guy named Neil Young. He was hilarious. And he said, Neil Young said to Spotify, if you don't take Joe Rogan's podcast off, your platform, then you can take all my music off. And Spotify's like, all right, well, fuck you, Neil Young. Nobody likes your fucking music anyway, so bye. And they took all this music off. <laughs> and it's like, cancel culture is wild to me, but it is so our generation, right? Like our generation. Uh, so me, you know, I'm 22. Just kidding. I'm fucking 31. Um, my generation younger than me, like we're all so motherfucking entitled that like, if we don't agree with something or we think that something offends us, that we throw fucking hissy fits. And we're like, cancel, cancel culture does nothing. It's like embarrassing, honestly. Um, if you don't like what someone has to say, then don't listen to it. And what do you think that like, just because you're gonna remove Joe Rogan's podcast, like whatever he wants to say, he's gonna fucking say it somehow. You know what I mean? Like. And again, we're not getting into COVID. We're not getting into vaccines. We're not talking about that. I'm just talking like in general, cancel culture really, it's just like silly. You're literally saying, I don't agree with what you said in 2004, or I don't agree with what, 2004, wow, I've never said that before, 2004, um, or I don't agree with what you're saying now, or I think that you're wrong, or blah, blah, blah. So you should be canceled. Like, you should not have a voice. Like, is this, what is this? Like, it just truly, like, boggles my mind that people, like, if you don't like it, then don't listen. <laughs> um, cancel culture. So again, um, I, I get people really don't agree with what people say about vaccines, like, to get them or to not get them. I'm not going to get into that shit. Um, but cancel yeah, I just don't know what else to say other than like, it's really um, unproductive and does nothing for anyone. Because if you cancel someone on Spotify, they're just going to go somewhere else and then they're going to get really ripped, roaring mad. Yeah, I just, um, I don't have much other to say than it. That's just like our generation is laughable sometimes. It's embarrassing. Um, and, and I think, I don't know how we were like, what happened here? If it's like, I don't know. And I, I say, I'm like dancing around this because I don't want to say something um, that's going to get me canceled. You can't cancel me. Right? Like we would find another way to, to have these conversations. Clearly look at Instagram trying to cancel me for showing a micro penis, but here I fucking am. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't know what happened uh, with all of us to think that we should just tell people to shut up if we don't like what they're saying. <laughs> it's wild. Now, I guess you could see like a positive side of cancel culture, right? Like maybe it makes someone double think, second think, second guess, if they should get on social media and just spew a bunch of offensive stuff. But the word offensive or like being offended is a personal quote, problem. Like if you are offended, that is because of how you feel. Someone can't like offend you. You know what I mean? It's not them doing, you know what I mean? It's not them doing the offending. You are just feeling offended. 
anyway, different topic. Um, but maybe it, yeah, that's, that's great. I'm sure that they still do it and they'll find a way to do it. But, um, but it also, it just silences people. Like if you think of the big time influencers with a million followers, they don't talk anything about politics, COVID vaccines, um, anything that, um, those are just some topics that come to my mind, but they don't talk about that because that is their livelihood and they're afraid that people are going to band together and cancel them. And that is really sad because I wish that people could just share their opinions about things and people not come for them. Like, wouldn't that be a beautiful world if it was like, hey, yeah, I don't agree with what you think about X, Y, and Z, but, um, um, I still like you and, uh, Whatever, like it's great. I have, I have many friends who I don't agree with po- politically um, about many different topics, and it's just great that we can all get along. And I wish that that was just the whole fucking world. Like, if you don't like what someone has to say, then just move on. There's there's so much content to consume. You know, like we are all grown adults human beings, can make our own decisions. Like if, just unfollow people. Like, just don't listen to Joe Rogan. Just don't use these services if you don't agree with them. But like, I don't know. It's a it's a sensitive topic. It's touchy, I get it. Um, but it, it's a little sometimes out of control. Sometimes, not always. Um, but anyway, so I hope ever, I don't know, I don't know if I am going to have an episode next week because uh, I'll be traveling. Ooh, I got to think about that. I guess, I mean, because I'll be alone in Cabo by my motherfucking self, I'll have plenty of time to record a podcast. Just kidding. When I'm in Cabo, um, it's a work trip, right? So we um, have to... Uh, like we'll have like meetings and stuff. We're talking about the future of the business. Like I have to sign an NDA before I go, right? Like I'm actually very excited. Like it's very interesting. I love this kind of stuff. I love business. I love business plans. I love it so much. Um, hi, Miss. Sorry, I know you're psycho. <laughs> my mom is psycho. Um, but anyway, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, fuck it. I'll bring my microphone to Cabo and we will have a little chit chat. Um, So yeah, I hope everybody has a beautiful first week of February. If you are a man listening to this, do not forget that Trader Joe's has a dozen roses for $7.99, $7.99. And they're beautiful and they last forever. If If she says she doesn't want them, you should still buy them. And girls, we are not flabbergasted and oh my gosh my man treats me like a queen because he gets his flowers once a year no he treats us like a queen every day and we treat him like a king every day because we have a that's what we should be excited about not flowers okay i love you guys um follow me on instagram gb clark backup account gb clark underscore uh, Facebook group is on the link in my bio of GB Clark. I will see you guys next week. Hopefully I will be nice and tan and nice and drunk. Okay, bye.